Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. It's a chider. It's a chai cider. Oh, okay. You're good now. It's delicious. I have two bevies. I have I have that strawberry lime quarterling that I got addicted to when I visited you. Yeah. And then uh, a pressed pomegranate ginger if I finish this. Um, <laughs> so. Nice. I have some new hobbies since I've forgotten how to read. Yeah? Tell um, me. Uh, so I haven't been playing My Singing Monsters, but I have been watching like all like YouTube videos of the sounds they make on My Singing Monsters, because I do like watching the individual sounds the monsters make. It's an app from like 2016 that's like definitely for uh, children and tweens, because it's just like uh, monsters that make sounds and songs. It's very fun. Apparently there's a lot of lore. Um, yeah? And my other hobby... Uh, well, my other, well, okay, it's actually, um, it's a hobby I've had for a very long time, but I, it's actually a, a very devastating update in one of my hobbies, which is my solitaire phone game that I've played since like 2018. Um, it's like a farming game, but it's also solitaire. Oh. Um, it, it's no farming actually. It, it's mainly just solitaire, but, uh, I had a two, over 2000 win streak in, um, my yeah. spider, like spider's my favorite version of solitaire. Yeah. Um, I keep making <laughs> the mistake of thinking I can <laughs> play the hardest version of Spider Solitaire and not, um, like lose all of my bo- like uh like um like magic like additive things that help me like win the game if you just can't win. Um, and yeah. I don't ever I don't like spending real people money on this game. Um, I yeah like. And you earn, like, you can spend stars that you can win by winning the game or by buying them. And I got put in between a rock and a hard place where I could either give up my streak or quit the game. And I had to quit and I lost my streak. So I've just been playing Spider Solitaire for about two days straight now. Just a, a 2000 streak, which took me like four years to get. I'm just trying to get that wow. back. So I think I'm doing really well mentally. That's that's good. <laughs> yeah, I used to play solitaire a lot, and I had an app that was just, like, basic solitaire. Like, no bells, no whistles, just solitaire. And then they, like, updated it, and oh. it, it added all that extra stuff, so I deleted the app and left a bad review. Because <laughs> I was so angry. I just want my simple solitaire. I just want to move some cards around. Maybe change the background to kittens. Oh. I like this one because there's the... It really, honestly, all you do is earn coins, which are different than stars. And with the coins, you, like, add an, an addition onto your town. Like... Yeah, no, I don't want that. I just want straight solitaire. Well, it's okay. I have set now. I play set when, before I go to bed. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I don't know what that is. My girlfriend and I do the, there's a daily set. We do that together oh, before we go to sleep. That's beautiful. That's such, that's so quaint. Yeah, it's a game. It's a fun game. Okay. I'm like, it's a card game. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Also, quick, before we like get into anything else, sorry about, the, I don't know what I did with the audio quality last time. I was like trying to make, <laughs> I don't, I don't think it was me because it sounded fine to me because I was like trying to do some new stuff because uh, Audacity updated and then I was like okay I'll make sure that our sound quality is a little bit better so I tried a couple new things not too many new things but then when I exported yeah. it it was like goodbye and I didn't I don't ouch I didn't listen to it so I did re-edit that entire episode really fast and to Dang. make the sound not bad yeah it honestly it was just because I like, couldn't figure out where things had gone wrong in the original file. Yeah. So I just was like, I can't undo this. I'm just, I have to just start over and not maybe add as many bells as whistles. And that seemed to work because I didn't, really didn't know where the process went. I think it was when it exploded. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, I'm trying to do my part for better audio. I think we both are. I've returned back into the closet. And Maureen, do you want to describe where you are right now? Because it looks like you... I mean, I'm where I always am. It looks like... But to me, it looks like you're in a bunker. (laughs) Like, at the end of the world, surrounded by gray walls and, like, a woolen blanket for comfort. Because, Maureen... Here's the thing, guys. 
we do right now we do this podcast for free we we you know and but we're 100%. both we do we're working ladies and we love it we love to do it um yeah and so we've put in a little money into the podcast yeah but like neither's have like recording booths so maureen has no. decided to put a blanket over myself just like over my whole computer and myself and I said, I got... when Maureen presented, because she just started the call with me, and I was like, where, yeah, I just why is it so dark? I, and then I realized that I like saw the edges of the blanket, and I was like, oh. And I was like, well, I'm good thinking for the sound quality. However, I am concerned about the, that's just me just rubbing my hair, but I'm like, the sound yeah. your body will make if you move at all. No, don't see that stop i don't know how well i'm gonna be able to edit around that so i guess maureen my only request is don't move when you talk <laughs> okay yeah i think yeah i, think it'll, I mean i i gave it the go ahead i think it'll work we do our yeah. best to get creative with our solutions and we as i mean yeah go on oh, i was just gonna say we try to we try to give a, a solid quality, even though we use... Yeah. Like, I want to sound control my room a little. I yeah. think I'm going to work on doing that. And I will... Once I actually... And then maybe I don't have to be under a blanket. Maybe you just, like, get a, one of those... I mean, because clothes really work. Maybe get one of those hanging racks and just put all your jackets in that room. I, you um, might have a closet. I, mean, I don't I know. Could, I don't care. I could put... I could put my roommates. My roommates got enough clothes that I could fill it. I don't. Maybe you start <laughs> coll collecting more plushies, more giant plushies. <gasps> I wish I wasn't under this blanket right now because I went to Ross and I found Yellow Fang. What? Yeah, I found Yellow Fang at Ross. Is was it? Wait, is Ross a secondhand store? No, it's like it's like a TJ Maxx. It's oh, okay. Like Oversock. So I mean, it wasn't actually Yellow Fang, but it looks just like Yellow Fang. And What's, you know what she is? What is she? She's like a like a heatable pad. So she's like a medicine cat because she's supposed you're supposed to heat her up and you know put her for she's your cramps. A hot water bottle. Basically, oh yeah, it's a hot water bottle. Yellow Fang. Even in the so you she's know what? a medicine cat. That designer. There was a warrior cat in that design room. There was a warrior fan. It's gotta be. Because she's got the smushed in little face. She's gray and she's got the bright yellow eyes. Yeah. Okay. There was a warrior's fan in that design I'll, room. There's I'll take a be. picture. I'll take a picture That's of her. That's fantastic. It's great. I, I'm like, I'm like, this is $15 and I don't need it. I'm buying but, it. Yeah. So you haven't read anything. Can I tell you about what I read? Yes. I read Warriors, A Starless Clan, Book Two Sky. Woo! Yeah, it's um, it's still we we've had a you know we've had a really good track record with uh, the first three in a series, and this one is still you know, I'm not exactly sure what's happening. I remember you vaguely um, talking about that you liked where this series is going. I, it has the potential, well, I like it a little less where some of the things are going because I'm like, ugh, another romance, like, uh, subplot. Like, I don't want this. But a lot of people do. Some people I don't guess. read books unless they have romance in it, which I get. I just don't want this kind of romance. Like, oh. Because <sighs> I, don't, I don't blame people whose, like, favorite genre is rom romance because some people love that escapism. But also, yeah, you're scarier guess... now because now I can't see your eyes. I don't know what changed. I don't know what changed either. Okay, well, this it sounds like I'm getting a call from the dark one. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, sorry, but the romance is kind of disappointing, or is it just like a weird uh, dynamic? Well, we'll see how it goes. I It'd be nice if it went where it's like, I want to marry you. And they're like, actually, no. <laughs> So that'd be pretty cool. Um, but I don't think that's where it's going. And we kind of already had that in the last series. We had an, an incident like that. I don't know. There are some things where I'm like, ooh, could that be happening? But they did that last series. Would they repeat it? We'll find out. Anyways, can I give you a spoiler-free synopsis? 
Yeah, well, I have, like, zero context for anything that's happening in, this, exactly. in like, these, uh, like, f- 70 books in the future. So I'm sure, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay, so we've got three main characters in three different clans, which is exciting. Um, one of them, the whole the whole clans just collapse, kind of, so that sucks, and uh, that sucks to be them. So that's a lot of, a lot to do. But in Thunder Clan, I think there's a cat that wants democracy. I think we might be going towards cat democracy. He wants cat democracy. And then in Shadow Clan, we have a main character who is um, dealing with having a mom who's also kind of a conspiracy theorist. Like, it seems like it's like, how to deal with your parents now that they are, you know... Brainwashed. Funny, maybe they had some real-world inspiration. Right? It's like, oh, this happened because of this. This cat brought the sickness into our camp. It's like, no, sometimes people just get sick. Uh Uh-oh, that sounds very on nose. Uh, yeah, basically, and like anti-immigration. It's it's wild. It, it is very much hitting on the nose how to deal with your weird QAnon mom. So, <laughs> hoping, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. Young very people, exciting. Uh, navigate some of the harder parts of yeah life. Yeah, well, hopefully it tells me how to like finish that off because I don't know. I have to go back to Wisconsin soon. <laughs> Tell me how to deal with my Republican family, Warrior Cats. Yeah, thanks, Warrior Cats. I'm, I'm unfortunately, I think their solution might involve a little more, like, ba- like battle than we can legally do, like fighting. Uh... <laughs> like I don't, I don't think we're not allowed. The thing about the world we live in right now and the wa- Warrior Cats world is that they deal with a lot of their um, disagreements by actively beating the crap out of each other. And you can't, you can't do that in our world, but you will go to prison. Um, yeah. And it, or you should go to prison um, if you beat the crap out of anyone. Uh, so yeah. no matter, I mean, honestly, it's, it's just like, maybe maybe they'll give us a, a, a more democratic way to maybe. approach it. I don't know if, yeah. if they're exploring it. Well, you know, it's her mom. She doesn't want to beat up her mom necessarily, but she's also like, I need to distance myself from you and I don't want to talk to you anymore about this. And it's like, all right, we're setting healthy boundaries here. <laughs> That's nice. Well, let's uh, get to boundary setting today. Yeah. Yeah. We're setting boundaries because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? So, I'm gonna want Leaf Pool. Squirrel Flight respected some boundaries like well she crossed a couple but but like she didn't follow her sister out of concern so she yeah so she did respect those boundaries by not like literally tracking her she did try to track her but she messed up (laughs) and and you know rather than just like going back and like telling her dad and like getting a bunch of people up and looking for uh, the missing medicine cat or like going to her mentor and telling her, hey, your mentee isn't sneaking out. She did just instead she did just instead sit outside and wait for her and then not get any sleep and be like, I guess I'm going to go hunting because my ex-boyfriend decided to continuously like be a dang bat. So I'm I'm hoping in this episode, Leafpool sets a boundary or two. But I'm afraid every boundary I wanted set has already been crossed, and we're about to get a leaf pool who smells different. Ever since Leaf Pool found Squirrel Flight waiting for her, she was terrified of being followed when she snuck out at night. You should be. You should stop doing it. Yeah. Wait. You oh, I'm so scared of this. Girl, stop. There's the solution. Her fight with her sister still haunted her. Without that closeness that they'd shared since they were kits, Leafpool feels utterly alone in her clan. 
Although, who's the one who's been kind of, like, pushing her away? Yeah, girl, you... Man, these are the worst boundaries. I didn't want these set. (sighs) But she can't tell Squirrelflight the truth. And she can't give up her meetings with Crowfeather. Oh my god, yes you can. He's the only cat... (laughs) He's the only cat she can talk to now. That's your own fault. Ugh, oh my god, I can't believe... Mm. Leafpool's, like, the worst friend to have. Like, it's listeners if this hasn't happened to you yet in life it's gonna suck when it does and maybe try your best to not be this person because when a friend gets a partner and they just that's it that's their whole life then one that's a bad that's a bad that's a warning sign for that relationship uh because no matter who the partner is or how great they are uh Hanging out with them should not mean prioritizing them over friends or family or anyone else important in your life. And two, it's just like, as a, it makes you lose friends. It's leaf wool. Yeah. This is bad. This is as, just as toxic as I was worried it was going to be. Oh my god, they become codependent in like, oh, like in two, in two trysts is all it took. Honestly. Yeah. What do they talk about? I know they're not maybe not entirely just talking, but like, what do they talk about? I don't know. That's concerning. <laughs> she tried to work up the courage to tell Cinderpelt, but she seemed obsessed with restocking their supplies, hunting through the territory for the tiniest signs of new growth. You're making, no, you're making an excuse there. Oh my god, my mentor whose job is, she only has to do her job and that's her one thing she can do. It wants to do her job? Uh-oh, I guess I can't talk to her about anything else. You're full of it, Leafpool. You... Also, maybe help her? Maybe she's, like, obsessing about it because uh, someone's staying up all night to do who knows what and uh, isn't helping her restock stuff <laughs> in a timely manner. Oh, I can't believe I became well, a, a Leafpool auntie so fast, but I've become it. I've got to say, I'm a little... I love scroll flight. I love scroll flight, and I, I don't. She's I don't a complex like it when people character. Do my girl Let's dirty. see if she can win me back, because I'm okay. still, you know, Brambleclaw. I have complex feelings about Brambleclaw, but I'm still wishing all? the best for him. I'm still hoping he turns it around. There's been characters who've just like I. I was a dust pelt auntie, and look what happened. Also, someone now emailed- he's great us and reminded us that we were so mean to Graypel at the beginning of this series. Like, I used to be so mean to Graypel, and like, now I, I love and miss him so much. Yeah. Like, so, if your fave is Leafpool, what I'm saying is, don't worry. I don't dislike you. I'm just disliking the choices this girl is making right now. She's not doing a great job. Is she? And honestly, it's like, she was so worried about her position. Well, Leafpool is afraid that Cinderpelt had already guessed her secret no. and was showing her disapproval with an uncharacteristically quick temper. Leafpool missed the afternoons they spent back in the forest, talking when their paws had been busy sorting leaves and berries. Now her mentor seems more distant and judgmental. No, this is less of a friend that she had always been. Honestly, I feel like a lot of these girls might be, I don't know, caused by, maybe she's frustrated with you, and maybe not for the reasons you think. (sighs) In desperation, Leafpool had considered telling her mother. But when she had approached her one evening, she was talking with Dustpelt, and had given her daughter a friendly nod before returning to debating the best hunting grounds with him. So... That I guess that didn't happen. No. One that would have been just said hey Sandstorm. One, it would have been so funny if she had told Sandstorm. <laughs> Two, that's also if Dustpelt had been there, like, oh what? <laughs> yeah, Dustpelt's like, I don't listen, I love telling people when when they are doing something wrong, but this is a situation that I'm so unprepared for. I don't Or am I am I over prepared for this? Because I've just I've been ragging on your dad for so long. I don't think I'm allowed to rag on his daughters, though. I mean, I, I, I 
got the right to rag on your sister. That was, like, my job for a while, but... Your mom's right here, and I think she might knock me out if I say anything, so I'm just gonna back away slowly and pretend I don't... I wasn't here. But also, Leafpool, I don't know how to tell you this, girly, but if two people are talking and a third person approaches, it's, uh, one, common, and two, polite to acknowledge the other person's existence until they, one, interrupt, or two, wait for a break in the conversation to speak up if they have something to say to one of the two people that are already having a conversation. You are just looking for excuses not to talk to anyone about this. It's not that they don't have time for you. It's because you don't want to tell anyone. Well, and then there was Sorrel Tail. She was so close to having kits that she spent most of her time with Ferd Cloud and Daisy in the nursery and Leafpool kept away aside from taking them their strength-building herbs. Sorrowtail probably thinks that, like, you don't want to be her friend anymore because she's pregnant. Ah, which is kind of mean. It's very cruel to do that to a pregnant person. I have a friend whose partner's pregnant, and we, like, made a point to be like, hey, even though uh, you guys are pregnant, you are still a person. You matter to us as a person, not just as an incubator. So, man, that's so... Leafpool, you are... Girl, you are just... You're you're dropping every pass thrown to you, huh? I don't think that's the terminology, but you're just, I don't know, gathering L's? Is that what the kids say these days? (laughs) No no W's for our girl Leafpool? Only L's? I guess her one W is Crowfeather. Ugh. Well, Leafpool looks up at the moon, wishing she could go share tongues with Star Clan. Oh, Spotted Leaf, she whispered. I wish you'd tell me what to do. That is the last person I would ask for advice in this situation currently. Her head is spinning with weariness. She's been meeting with Crowfeather every few nights, and she's short on sleep and restless on the nights that she's away from him. During the day, she has to pretend she's still committed to being a medicine cat. Oh my god! And a small voice warns her that she can't go on like this. You're a medicine cat. You know what happens when a boy cat had... and a girl cat love each other very much. They go take a nap together, and the scene fades to black, and then pregnancy. <laughs> Well, Crowfeather had said as much a couple nights ago. He had told her that they couldn't be together unless they left their clans. And Leafpool had stared in horror. They couldn't. Crowfeather insisted it was the only way, and he asked her to think about it. And Leafpool agreed to, reluctantly. But how could she leave her family, her friends, her life as a medicine cat? You seem to be doing pretty well right now. And whatever decision she made... She was afraid that she would not survive the loss. What is she going to do? She's, she's like, if she's not already, she's going to get pregnant. Like, what is she going to do? Like, how is she going to hide it? There's absolutely no way she's going to be able to hide it. Because, like, what, she's just going to disappear for, like, a couple months and be like, hey, I'm back now. I feel better. Also, whoa, I found a kid who looks so much like me. And also this other guy. Or is she just going to palm him off to Crowfeather? Because they, like, I don't know, they go find some place to hide for a while. And hopefully she survives. Um, and he takes him back. And then he's like, hey, guys, don't kick me out. I definitely wasn't fraternizing with the one clan we want absolutely nothing to do with right now. Um, also, here's the kids who look so much like the guy our leader absolutely despises right now. Hope he doesn't notice, because I, I don't doubt that I know. I know she doesn't look a lot like her dad, but man, I would just bet, just to make a point, those uh, Firestar jeans would just come out rocking, just to, just to ruin, just to make sure everyone in Wing Clan knew. <laughs> well, nobody's pregnant yet, for sure. It might it, That might not happen. I hope not, because literally they that are talking suck. about how they can't keep doing this unless they leave the yeah. clan. And I, I, she's gonna, she can't because there, there's literally no. Mm-hmm. Leafpool arrives at the stream and spots Crowfeather, and he crosses the stream to her side. Leafpool purred that she was so glad he could come, and she asked if he had trouble getting away from camp. 
Crowfeather freezes before he can reply. There's rustling in the bushes. Thunderclan scent. Leafpool spun around. All right, Squirrel Flight. You can come out, she snapped. I know you're there. I hope there's it's... silence. Uh oh, it's oh 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 no, it's Brambleclaw! It's Brambleclaw! It's totally Brambleclaw! Then a cat steps out, and it's not Squirrel Flight. It's Cinderpelt. Leafpool asks her what she's doing here. Uh, she's about to commit a murder, and she's about to do what her uh, mentor taught her to do, and commit a crime with no bodies and no witnesses. She is about to take you both out and make sure no one ever finds out, because you know what? Yellowfang taught her how to do it without anyone knowing and without ever getting caught. Uh... And yeah, she was doing it to a half-dead uh, dude, but I would say that this uh, slight, this this uh, disabled cat is about to take over, is about to destroy these two able-bodied cats. Oh yeah, for because she has that fury in her. She has that in oh, her. Oh yeah. Oh, Leafpool, I wouldn't be asking where she, why she's here. I'd be giving you the last words that you want her to tell your family, because that might be the last favor she ever does for you. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't imagine a worse person to have found you. Oh my god. It would have been a favor if Brambleclaw had found you. It would have been a blessing. Yeah, because what would he have done? He would have just, just been like, there like awkward. Uh, and and Leafpool technically, uh, I mean, she doesn't have any proof, but she does have the card of, I've seen you in hell with your dad. Like, that she could have. Yeah, oh, wouldn't that be great, though? That would have been great. That would have been We're great. Like, oh, we both this, have dirt on each other. This is delicious. I, I, as much as I admit, I'm, I'm sad we don't get the poker game between Brambleclaw and Leafpool, I don't think either of them would be very good at poker. Uh, I do think that no. Cinderpelt is going to be so good at murder. Um, she's like, I'm a healer, <laughs> but, you know that meme that's like, I'm a doctor, but, but cock, gu- cock's gun. Have you seen that? It's an anime screen cap. Anyway, uh. No. Oh my gosh. But um, before before she commits a murder, would you like to hit me with a cat fact? I guess. I'm like... And I'm actually going to take this blanket off. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to hang it on the door, and then I guess Whoa. we can find out which is better. Okay. All right. We'll see. We can compare the audio between uh, Yeah. the first half and the second half. Okay. I just sent you some photos, but don't worry, don't worry. You can look at them while I do this. Okay. Okay. Well, folks, before we get started in this cat fact, I do want to give a content warning because we're going to be talking, death is going to be mentioned. Uh, Both human and animal death will be mentioned. No graphic details, of course, but just want to give everyone a warning. There'll be timestamps in um, the episode description if you want to skip this cat fact due to those reasons um but we are dipping back into the cat fact donation box uh, shooka shooka maureen Ooh. reach in and, and pull out a donated cat fact Ooh, i'm picking a juicy one oh, okay Ooh, look what i got Ooh, why is it wet <laughs> um oh it's just full of juice um <laughs> all so i got this from ava via our email uh wcwitcast at gmail.com thank you so much ava i did send you an email back asking for like if that was okay to call you that so i hope it is i didn't get a response but that's my fault i should have sent it earlier um uh, they also made some wonderful art for us thank you so much ava i loved it a lot um and uh ava suggested that we uh look into oscar the therapy cat um and even provided some links to articles and videos about him which thank you very much i appreciate that um so we're going to be traveling to providence rhode island uh, to the Steer House Nursing and Rehabilitation Center. Uh, Steer is a pet-friendly center that allows their residents to keep pets there and have them visit. Um, and in 2005, uh, Steer adopted six cats as therapy cats for the residents. Um, and Oscar was one of those cats. Uh, Oscar's kind of an interesting-looking cat to me. Um, I, I sent you some photos, Maureen, to maybe help me yeah. describe. I believe he's a mackerel tabby. He doesn't have the distinct M yeah. on his face, but his pattern looks like a mackerel tabby. But he's, like, mainly white, like, from his chest up. Like, he doesn't have all over, like, 
he has a lot of white, but he has the tabby on top. Yeah. And um, something I thought was cute um, is that he his fur is like medium throughout until you get to like the lower you go. Like his tail has like a long haired cat tail. Like his face is like, yeah. okay, that hair is short. And then it just keeps getting longer <laughs> as you go down. Um, and his face pattern is also really co- cute. He honestly reminds me a lot of Hobbit um, because yeah, he has white that goes up uh, sort of more on the right side of his face. And it's really uneven. Yeah. Hobbit's was slightly uneven. Um, and it just, it was very cute. It reminded me of him. Um, but uh, during his first year as a therapy cat at Steer, uh, Oscar was a bit shy for the first six months. Um, un- understandable. Aww. It's a new place. A lot of smells. Yeah. A lot of stuff you're not used to. Um, but after a while, it was noted that Oscar would spend pretty much the most of his time on the third floor advanced dementia unit. Um, oh. So in that unit, many folks are terminal. Um, like advanced dementia... Usually folks aren't going to live for that long after it gets to that stage. And so people passing away was a common thing, as it would be uh, in this sort of care facility. That's like the whole purpose is to make sure these folks are comfortable and cared for. Um, So the staff actually appreciated that Oscar was bringing comfort uh, to folks whose end of life can be very difficult socially. Like, you know, even if family visits regularly, there's no confirmation they would recall who those people were. But most folks, like, if I was in a hospital without any memories, I don't think I would question the cat. (laughs) Like, I I can't say. And I'm sure they, if there were any any residents who had issues with cats, they probably kept make sure the door was shut and wouldn't allow Oscar in there. Um, yeah. Um, especially, uh, they appreciated it a lot, um, especially since he was described as having a somewhat standoffish personality overall. Um, he would hiss at people if he did, would, did not want to be touched or disturbed. So, like, he made his opinion known of what he wanted from you. Um, and yes. so he wasn't, like, crazy sociable, but that's fine. That's how a lot of cats can be. Um, yeah. And it was soon noted that there was a pattern forming. Um, like, so he would visit residents in their room, like walk in, walk out, but he would only choose to stay with and usually nap or cuddle with some. Um, Mm -hmm. and, but this wasn't a reoccurring or repeating napping place because usually only a few hours after Oscar decided to nap by the patient, they would pass. Oh, um, it, it became so regular, uh, uh, Oscar predicted the passing of about 25 to 30 patients when staff decided that if Oscar chose any specific patient to sleep with that day, it kind of became unofficial protocol to contact the family and allow them yeah. to say goodbye. And usually with enough time granted by Oscar's predictions, as it was said, it was about two hours like, that's kind of the timeline it, it, uh. as soon as he started to do this. And while some people thought this is very grim and, like, called him, like, the angel of death, I think it was actually pretty cool. Um, Oscar g- yeah. gathered attention and fame in 2007 as an article was published in a medicine journal written by Dr. David Dosa, who worked as a... Oh, I looked up how to say this. I'm still going to mess it up. As a, a geriatrician? Ger- <laughs> ger- geriatrician? Geriatrician? Old people doctor. It'd be Jerry. Old, old yeah. person. Geriatric care. I can say that, but I can't yeah, say geriatric this. care. Geriat- I don't know. I can say geriatric, but I can't seem to say this other word. Um, but he worked at Steer <laughs> and Dr. Dosa went on to write a whole book about Oscar in 2009 called Making Rounds with Oscar, The Extraordinary Gift of an Ordinary Cat, which, yes, I did request the copy at my library, which was out. Heck yeah. But I am on the list to get that next. Um, and I, will, I am going to read it. Uh, his fame got... Nice. So widespread that the death-predicting cat became sort of like a trope in media. Uh, he popped up, or this sort of thing popped up in The Simpsons' house. <laughs> and, uh, as confirmed by Stephen King, there is even a cat with similar powers based on Oscar in the Shining sequel, Doctor Sleep. So, like, oh, uh, uh, I've never read the sequel, but Stephen King confirmed yep, yep, I didn't the know cat. I was one. It's, it's uh, Danny, <laughs> the little kid in the first book mm. um i don't he, care okay he's grown up he were, is a doctor <laughs> there's a cat who predicts people's death i don't know um 
So that's nice. I like that part. Yeah. Uh, by 2016, Oscar had predicted about 100 deaths. Um, and as cool as that is, why? Uh, yeah. And while not proven, these are all theories, um, folks have yeah. a couple of ideas. Um, uh, some folks dismiss this as confirmation bias. Like, you know, if you expect something, it will happen. That's possible. Um, you know. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know, if you have cats in a hospital, they might choose to sleep by someone who passes away, even though it, it happens yeah. regularly. Um, it, there are also uh, some other interesting, more like uh, scientific theories, not that the confirmation bias isn't scientific, but there are some other ones. Yeah. Uh, one is that there is possibly a chemical that Oscar's more sensitive nose can pick up, uh, which is released when like cells are starting to decompose um, in a person, you know, mm -hmm. as they're getting closer to passing. So perhaps he, it became like a yeah. learned behavior. He would smell that and be like, all right, this one needs me. Um, oh. Another theory is that he could pick up on sort of like the lack of movement or sort of the stillness that comes with the person as they, you know, get weaker and get ready to pass. Um, yeah. Because, you know, even though a lot of these folks are terminal, you know, they, even if they are spending the majority of their time in bed, there is a difference between a person who is close to dying and a person who is on death's door. Yeah. Of activity they can, they give off. Um, so no matter the cause, the reason, uh, Oscar was appreciated by all involved. Um, and I do think it was, uh, very good what he provided to these people. Um, the, yeah, the staff and families were often happy to have Oscar there in those difficult last hours. He usually wasn't very intrusive and would often leave after a person has passed. He wouldn't just like continue to nap. He would, you know, and honestly, folks barely yeah. noticed that he would leave. Um, you know, he, folks would, and I think he probably also brought some comfort to family. Um, yeah. Uh, he was rewarded with a plaque that hung in the hallway of the 41-room wing he resided in that states, For his compassionate hospice care, this plaque is awarded to Oscar the Cat. Um, and he got Aww. that pretty early in his career, so it hung there. Um, and yeah. uh, his work continued for 17 years, as Oscar did pass away earlier this year in February 2022. Um, but he lived to 17, which is pretty uh, that's nice for a cat and um, I, he worked diligently until the end probably doing some of, mo of his most important work um, in those last few years as when his passing oh. was noted on the steer fleece book one comment that like broke and like healed my heart <laughs> at the same time oh. uh, pointed out that during COVID lockdown family were unable to be there uh, with those who were passing away due to uh, those safety oh, restrictions. Yeah. But Oscar was there with them. Um, so oh. uh, just making sure that they would not be alone. And Oscar was also not alone when he passed. He had a short illness and passed away with the folks who had cared for him in that uh, way. Oh. So what a great guy. I know. His whole life was dedicated to that. And a couple of the articles I read were like, you know, we should... Maybe, like, the real reason is he just had the opportunity to do this, and having therapy animals in these facilities should become a more standardized practice. And, um, yeah, I think, and, and Stir, uh, Steer, uh, I will have their website link. They have, like, a, um, on their About Us page, they literally have Oscar featured, um, on there uh. after, like, they talk about the history of their establishment. Um, and I think, uh, it's definitely something I definitely see. Um, therapy animals becoming more and more common um, and, you know, in facilities where they can do it. I know there's always health concerns, folks who have allergies, um, but I think in cases where it can work, um, I would hope that folks yeah. look at this case and look at the work that the other doctors have done and the folks who studied Oscar and the benefits that he had um, to these people. So. What a great little medicine cat. Yeah, he really was. Um so good job 
uh, good job, Oscar. He's probably up there yeah. uh, hanging out with every other medicine cat. He's probably hanging out with Dewey. <laughs> Being like, you got a yeah. library? That sounds so much better. Probably less people. <laughs> and he's like, no, there's there were a bunch of kids. You wouldn't have liked kids. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I also love that it, it like, I, because I was, when I was looking, I was like, oh, what's his personality? And literally on the wiki page, it's like, apparently he was not a very friendly cat. And I'm like, that's so funny that this cat who, like, genuinely is like not you know super you know because some cats are are crazy friendly they love people yeah but some cats you know are more standoffish and some cats are in between but it's funny that he was like a somewhat standoffish cat who was like but i will do this for you it reminds me a bit of uh our childhood cat piart who didn't who was my parents cat before we existed and when we showed up she was like i don't like these but if they cry i'll (laughs) let them pet me only if they're crying. Other than that, I will not let these children touch me or be around me. Oh, <laughs> uh, is that your is that your medicine cat water bottle? Okay, what yeah, the heck? Look at her. Yeah, she's so cute. She's so cute. Her face kind of looks like uh, it looks like it kind of is a pug, but the ears. Well, it's like she's like a Persian. Yeah, this yeah, the yellow squashy fang, face yellow Persian definitely. Yeah, so that's Yellowfang. I love her heart's her She's nose. She's up on my warrior heart. cat shelf. <laughs> yeah, so sweet. Uh, are you ready? Oh, yes. Showdown. Oh, <laughs> I gotta drink. Forgot I gotta, about it. I gotta drink a little water. Get my throat clear because I've known I'm about to lose it. Lay, lay it on me. Cinderpelt faces her calmly. Leafpool knows what she's doing. And Cinderpelt is here to tell her that this has to stop. Leafpool says she doesn't know what she means. Are you? And Cinderpelt. You know. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Bold, I guess, is what I can. Bold. Um, Wouldn't be the technique I would try, but. Hoofta. Yeah, she says. Yeah, Cinderpelt's like, don't lie to me. Not with that Wind Clan warrior standing here on our territory. <sighs> And, but there's no anger in those blue eyes. Oh, disappointment. Only concern. 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 Cinderpelt had been out getting herbs when she scented Leafpool and a WindClan cat. Did she think Cinderpelt didn't suspect that she'd been sneaking out at night? Leafpool has been so exhausted she can't do her job properly. I told you. And she's not surprised. And she's not surprised to see Crowfeather. Because does Leafpool think she didn't notice the two of them at gatherings? She's not blind. (laughs) Wait, Crowfeather says, stepping up to Leafpool's side. He says this is between him and Leafpool. She's not betraying her clan, if that's what Cinderpelt thinks. Cinderpelt fixes him with a stern gaze. Uh, (laughs) That's absolutely not... Oh, you know that is I thought I was going to enjoy Leafpool uh, getting the disappointed but not angry talk, but instead I'm about to get her like opening a can of Yellowfang on Crowfeather. What a treat! Well, she never imagined Leafpool would betray her clan, but she shouldn't be here with him, and he knows that as well as Cinderpelt does. Yeah, bro. You like knew your relationship with Fe- Feathertail wasn't going to work out, so I don't, I don't think, yeah, this is going to be any better. So Crowfeather bristles, and Leafpool is afraid that he might attack her. I Leafpool tells him it's okay; she'll handle this. Leafpool tells Crowfeather that he should go back to his camp. Crowfeather hesitates, then leaves. Leafpool tells Cinderpelt that they weren't doing any harm. Leafpool, Cinderpelt lashes her tail. Her tone is sharp. Crowfeather is from a different clan, and she's a medicine cat. She can't fall in love. Not with Crowfeather, not with any cat. Leafpool has always known this. Yeah, these are things, this is like a discussion that should have happened like so long ago. I'm, I'm glad it's happening now, but man. Well, Leafpool thinks to herself that she did know, but she never really knew what it would mean. Speak it out loud. And Leafpool says it's not fair. Huh? I was saying speak it out loud, girly. This is the 
Uh, Best person to discuss this with. Leafpool says it's not fair. She has feelings, too. And Cinderpult says of course she does. But she needs to control them for the good of her clan. She's never felt cheated by the destiny Star Clan sent her. And Leafpool feels fury surge within her. You can't possibly understand, she spat. Cinderpelt has never been in love. She's never wanted anything else. Uh, um, she was going to be a warrior. Yeah, she had her hearts pretty set on that at uh, first. Girl, I don't know if I would say that to someone who's... Honestly, this is the best person for her to have this conversation with, because if anyone can be mad about the cards that Star Clan dealt them... Yeah. There, there, there she is. <laughs> um, right there. And, uh, and honestly, like, you hating on her literal sister, who also went through a very traumatic thing very yeah. recently. Uh, well, not very recently, but, like, you were hating on her very recently. Um, who also, yeah. it maybe like, felt pretty, you know, uh, betrayed by StarClan doing this to them. And also was going to be robbed of, like, their one thing in life that they thought was their purpose but thankfully they you know found an amazing partner who helped them probably because he doesn't believe in star clan but we'll talk about that later it's okay. um <laughs> i ooh, leaf pool i didn't i think you're kind of dumb <laughs> like i think you're kind of stupid my friend just like her daddy yeah Cinderpelt flexed her claws. How do you know what I want? Cinderpelt almost snarls. How could Leafpool know what hopes she had to give up to follow the path that StarClan laid for her? And Leafpool had never heard her this angry. Yeah, girl. You kind of set her up to, like... Oh. Cinderpelt growls that Leafpool will come back to camp with her, now, and she needs to stop this nonsense for good. It's for her own sake. Cinderpelt hasn't spent all this time training her for Leafpool to throw it all away like this. Her clan needs her. No, Leafpool says. I won't come. Guilt and anger sweep through her. She'll go on seeing Crowfeather whenever she likes, and there's nothing Cinderpelt can do to stop her. Okay, I'll tell your dad. That'll stop it. Well, (laughs) you won't be able to come home. Cinderpelt launches herself at Leafpool, claws out. Oh! Yes! I, I don't think I've ever been happier to... Oh my god. Crap, she's actually had warrior training. Leafpool, you're about to die! Leafpool runs. She needs to escape that accusing stare, those lashing claws. Exhaustion eventually makes her stop, and she doesn't know where she is, but realizes she's halfway to the moon pool. So she goes to the pool and closes her eyes. Spotted Leaf is sitting beside her. No! Saying Leafpool's name in her ear. She said what in her ear? Leafpool's name. She's just saying, Leafpool, Leafpool. Here you are. Oh, God. Okay, I guess I just have to accept that this is happening. There's, like... Maybe, okay. Leafpool purrs. Maybe she'll say something useful. Leafpool purrs. She's missed her so much, she was afraid they had abandoned her. Spotted Leaf tells her never to think that. Which, I mean, you, y- y'all did kind of yeah, put mean... some radio silence on. So, like, maybe you should explain that, but, you know, whatever. Maybe like a little. Moving on. She licks Leafpool's ears. How could she leave her to struggle with her feelings an- alone? So she knows about Crowfeather. Leafpool says she loves him so much. She can't be a medicine cat anymore. Spotted Leaf says she knows what it is to love. And who knows? If she had lived, maybe she might have suffered as Leafpool is suffering now. 
Gross. You know, with your dad, because I wanted to boink your dad. Gross. Gross. Leave yeah. pool. No. Spotted leaf. Gross. You're you're so gross, spotted leaf. That's such a weird thing to say to someone. Leaf pool begs her to tell her what to do. I'm sorry, Queen. You got yourself into this mess. I, thankfully didn't have the opportunity to do some really kind of questionable things. So you got to figure this one out on your own, queen. Yeah, I wish. Oh. Well, she doesn't feel like she's needed in ThunderClan. And Spotted Leaf says Brightheart needs a purpose right now. Be generous to her. And Leafpool knows that she's being unreasonable. She'll try to understand. But it isn't just that. Her and Squirrelflight fought. They never fight. That's your fault. But Spotted Leaf assures her that her sister loves her. One fight won't change that. And Crowfeather? Leafpool asks. She wants to be with him, but should she leave her clan for him? Don't say anything. Spotted Leaf tells her that no cat can make this choice for her. <sighs> okay, Oof, that's probably the best... Oh, no. Deep inside, Leafpool knows what's right, and she must follow her heart. Spotted Leaf, that's terrible advice. You should have just stopped at the first sentence. Don't tell her to follow her heart. Her heart is stupid. <laughs> tell her to follow her brain. <laughs> oh, my God. Leafpool sits up. Surely her feelings... For Crowfeather came from her heart. So Spotted Leaf does understand. Oh. Leaf will ask if that means it's alright for her to love Crowfeather. Thank you, Spotted Leaf. Spotted Leaf's like, wait, 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 wait. Right? That's what Spotted Leaf is like? Spotted Leaf begins to fade, her last words fading with her. Remember, you know what is right. She doesn't! She obviously doesn't! Leafpool sprang up from the moon pool. She has to follow her heart. Spotted Leaf had told her she could do what her love demanded and leave the clans with Crowfeather. She could give up being a medicine cat. Brightheart was helping Cinderpelt, and Cinderpelt is young and healthy. She'll have many seasons to train a new apprentice. Oh my god, Leafpool's about to die. <laughs> lay elsewhere with Crowfeather by her side. Oh my god. Hmm? This is the worst follow-up road trip. I don't want to follow these two on terrible adventure. I get pregnant backpacking with my terrible boyfriend after burning every single bridge possible. And he's probably going to die. And she doesn't know how to survive on her own. Those, if they do have kids, they won't make it if their dad isn't there. Oh, God. And also, you're choosing to go out and survive with... I guess, like, a, a a solid warrior, but not an emotionally stable one. <laughs> Leafpool races down the hill to find Crowfeather, and by the time she reaches the border stream, dawn is breaking. You Never- Hey, guys, just some life advice. Wait till the honeymoon period ends before changing your entire life and running away with someone you've gone on, like, four dates with. I'm just gonna say, uh- this is about to crash and burn so hard. Well, she worries that he had gone back to camp, that she'd have to wait till the next gathering. But he was there, just inside WindClan territory, and she calls for him. Leafpool tells him that she's thought about what he said. She's been so scared about leaving her clan and her kin, but she went to the moon pool and Spotted Leaf told her to follow her heart. Ooh. She does explain, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Crowfeather says she's a medicine cat. Isn't that where her heart led her? You would hope so. Which, maybe you should think about that, Leafpool. Maybe that'd be kind of cool if that's where your heart led you. Also, Crowfeather? No. You can't... No, this is not the time to be asking that question. <laughs> well, he thinks he's getting rejected. I wish, bro. 
once for not not just her but for your sake i wish you were being rejected right now right once it was leafpool says but cinderpelt is young and she can train another apprentice once she's gone when you're gone crowfeather asks does that mean yes leafpool says i'll come with you crowfeather admits that he was scared too he even hoped maybe one day he'd be leader but more than that he doesn't want to lose Leafpool, and they can't be together if they stay here. Crowfeather says they can go towards the hills beyond WindClan to look for a place to live. He'll take care of her. He promises to take care of her. Why don't you just take her to the tribe of Russian Water? You know where they are. And, I mean, your girlfriend died there, so I don't know. Uh, maybe a little awkward. May- I feel like it'd be romantic. Hanging by your girlfriend's grave. Is she ready? Leafpool gasps. Are they leaving now? What girl? Do you thought you thought right. you'd be able to go home? Well, she tries to sound brave when she says she's ready. Crowfeather touches his nose to her head and thanks her. He promises to do everything he can to make sure she doesn't regret this. Just kind of a Ugh. Together, they turned their backs on the lake and went up the hill, side by side. The sun rises as they leave their clans and everything they'd ever known. This is such a bad idea. It's a very this bad is, idea. I I love a good road trip. Let's examine the road trip. We've had now three road trips. We had Firestar and Sandstorm went on their road trip. Oh, yes. I would say that Honeymoon one... Honeymoon road trip. Our com- okay, here, confidence, uh, like, if we're doing a t- scale of 10, like, confidence in what we were doing was at a solid five, because really, no leader had, yeah. like, done a thing like this before. Um, but, but we also, like, like, God told us to do it, so, you know, we had, we had some, and, and we had Sandstorm, very capable. Uh, fun factor. Yeah. Fun factor. I would say it was a full 10, because, like, those yeah. two, it was the start of, like, their kind of relationship, so, and, you know, it was, it was also, it had ups and- Getting away from the getting clan. Getting away from the clan. It was, like, dramatic. It was fun. It was romantic. It was scary. Like, oh, We dealt with some real things. Some real stuff. Like, 10 out of 10 fun. Like, both for them and for me. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, next road trip- um, the, the, the four chosen ones and extra, um, plus two, plus two. Yeah. uh, like confidence factor, I would say a solid seven or eight. Cause like, yeah, you know, four, four, once we, once we got the direction, four clans agreeing to to, yeah. on something. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good. I, maybe I was bumping up to yeah. a nine. Um, uh, fun factor. Maybe a little lower. I would say a six or seven because people did die. <laughs> people did die. We did on have a that death. road trip. Uh, the way there, very fun. We're all young adults having mm-hmm. a good time. And we're all, we are questioning oh. like our entire existence that entire time, but like no one was dead yet. Um, I yeah. would say road trip back was hard. You yeah, know the yeah, road trip back between Sandstorm and and Firestar was fun because some kits came quickly after, so it must have been fun. Yeah, because um, we didn't hear about yeah. it. And then <laughs> so it must have been super fun on the way back. Um, and I would say uh, this road trip, uh, confidence in this going well is like out of zero. Because um, one, they don't have a goal <laughs> of like where they should go. Uh, Wait, what about the road trip to get to the lakes? Oh, oh, that was well, a that was family more of an road exodus. trip. Um, that that's true. And okay, I, I'm that's I'm true. talking about ones where they actively chose to leave. I would say the weight of the lakes was not a choice. They they were basically like, like okay, I guess if we're gonna rank it, confidence in where we were going, that was probably like three. Um, because yeah. I mean, there's so many of us. Probably some of us will make it out of here. Um, and really, only one person did die. I mean, I mean, some people did voluntarily. To stay behind, which was very sad, but one only one person yeah. died. Um, and uh, fun factor was like four because <laughs> it was kind of fun. The yeah, four, four clans hanging out. Yeah, we got to like we problem solved together, yeah, used all of our skills, die. but like people did die, and it, we were leaving our only home. <laughs> um, 
So, but we found a cool new place. Yeah, we did so find a really sick place it. to live. So, um, this road trip, this road trip, uh, confidence in where we're going. I solid zero. I'm not lying because they don't know where they're going. Only one of them, like they both have survival skills, but like they're so goo goo gaga over each other. It's I don't know. They'll probably poison. Someone's gonna get poisoned. Probably someone's gonna get diarrhea. They're just gonna accidentally walk off a cliff while they're staring into each other's eyes. Definitely. Um, and like no one really like yeah, yeah, like one person said follow your heart, but I would say of all of our dead relatives, I trust her the least to give reasonable advice. And she didn't even say, yeah, go for it, queen. She just said, I think you're smarter than I guess you... Okay, no, you're dumb. You were dumb. I should have not worded it that way. Though possibly she did mean it that way. And uh, once again, if... See, if, 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 if... if Speckletail? Spotted Leaf? If Spotted Leaf was actually evil, like the undead evil, like, corrupted soul, like we talked about all those moons ago, this would be so in line for a character. Just continue to ruin his- It would be. Just continue to ruin her not partner's life in her death. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yo, fun, really successful daughter, I'm gonna tell her to run away with the worst guy imaginable and probably die. She has a steady job, a 401k, and a house, and she just decided to get on the back of a motorcycle with Todd, who she met last week at a dive bar. Like, you were gonna be a doctor. Um, you have loans. You can't just leave and become a surfer. Um, anyway, a fun factor? (sighs) Zero for me. I don't like these two hanging out. It's not fun for me to watch. Uh, maybe it's not fun for me. Either. Maybe it'll be fun because when they actually start to argue and like have things stop being fun and new and fresh, it'd be very satisfying to watch this crumble all around them. I Leafpool's like actually, I want to go home. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like you. Oh god. Um, like I only like you for exactly two hours at midnight. Yeah. Like <laughs> like as soon as she gets like a little more week. of his personality, it's gonna be like wow. He. And also, like, realistically, if you were on a road trip with Crowfeather, he would never let you have the ox. He would be like, we're only listening no. to my music and my road trip playlist. We're only listening to Dashboard Confession. And it's just like, oh my god. It's fine. I like it, but I don't want to listen to it on repeat. <laughs> it's kind of depressing. Do you, I think you might have a problem with women. Um... Even the ones you like, I think you might have a problem with them. Um, So, I just, and for them, maybe it'll be a little fun because now they can do all the stupid things that their heart desires with, but the thing is, those consequences are going to come and they're going to come at you too fast and hard and you have no support system. You have no one. You guys, the reason the clan cats all hang out together is because they don't die that way. God, if one of you gets green cough, you both get green cough, and looky here, you're both dead. This is so stupid. It would have been smarter of them to be like, let's never hear from them again like Graystripe. (sighs) Graystripe was kidnapped. He didn't voluntarily leave. Yeah, that's true. Like, Graystripe has a higher survival chance, I think, because if they didn't just, like, immediately, like, get rid of him, he's just, like, I don't know, in a barn somewhere living it up or in someone's living room trying to escape by clawing up, ev- like, he's probably clawing up a bunch of curtains, um, if they didn't. They have Jackson Galaxy in to see. Yeah, why is he, <laughs> My cat I, I think Jackson Galaxy is like, I don't know how to explain this. Because I am not for letting her cats outside, but I do think this cat should be outside. <laughs> I think specifically, guys, there's this, like, abandoned, um, uh, like, mine quarry. I think we should take this cat there. <laughs> we should take this cat to the quarry. Yeah, I think limestone might help him. I don't know. I trust Jackson Galaxy. He would know what to do with Greystripe. Yeah, Jackson Galaxy would know. Clan speaks to oh, Jackson Galaxy, he's like, I'm sure. Okay, first, we have to stop calling this cat... What were you calling him? 
Taft? No, we have to stop calling him that. We do have to call him Graystripe. Don't ask. That's his name. Um, <laughs> you're miss. I've been sent a prophecy <laughs> by a bunch of dead cats. They're like, hey, Jackson, are you okay? Jackson, I'm Mr. Galaxy? worried about you. But badgers, badgers can communicate with Star Clan. Why not Jackson, Jackson Galaxy? Jackson Galaxy is the one two leg who's ever been communicated with by Star Clan, and I yeah. will die on that hill. Yeah. Much like these two are going to die on a hill. We'll be back with Squirrel Flight, though. We'll see uh, how she deals with this. If you guys want to run up that hill and uh, make a deal with God to uh, to stop these two. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm actually not done. To, I'm not ready to end the podcast because I do just want to say real quick. Sitterpelt's uh, probably going to be beating herself up. By how badly uh, yeah. that went, because I'm sure she didn't go into that wanting to beat the crap out of Leafpool. I personally don't think she... I mean, maybe she maybe she kind of wanted to, but I don't think she was planning on it. Yeah, I think, like, she wanted, like, emotionally she did. I don't think she's yeah. proud of losing her temper like that. I no, don't, because no. I doubt she ever wanted to, like, raise her hand to leaf pool even though no man if there was ever time she definitely deserved to get the crappy out of her it was right then um yeah but i'm sure there'll be many opportunities in the future so folks if you want to run up that hill and see if these two crazy kids make it uh spoiler alert i don't think they will um <laughs> follow us on twitter or instagram at wcwitcast or shoot us an email at wcwitcast at gmail.com. Um, also, if you want to add something to the Cat Fact donation box, that's where you can send it in. Um, I'm, I don't know how long I'm going to continue to pull from there uh, currently, but if you do send in a donation, unless I've already covered it, I most likely will probably use it at some point. Um, and if you want to help out the podcast, best way you can do that is uh, share it with a friend. Be like, hey, this this episode, instead of uh, talking about a very weird and disjointed mall AU that just won't die, uh, they ranked road trips <laughs> for a really long time. And that was maybe a little more like like cognizant than the mall AU that just continues to happen where Tally- Tawny Pelt has five jobs. <laughs> but then... But then they talked about Jackson Galaxy. So I... Is the, is, they keep talking about him. And maybe I... You know what? Watch his YouTube. He's a good YouTube. It's free. Yeah, I I, I like Jackson Galaxy. He's a... He loves cats. How can he's you He's a fun not? cat guy. And we're some fun cat guys because I'm Emberheart. And I'm Tangletongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.